And I think surrounding yourself with people that have the same values and the same, like, you know, I know you and Rex Crane spiritually walk together. And so that's something that in his life is equally as important. And he's going to hold you to that standard too. Not that you have a struggle staying to that standard, but like when you surround yourself with people that encourage you in those things, mm -hmm. then you're going to continue to walk in that way. I think it's true. Yeah. Who you surround yourself with. I wrote this down. You know, the Bible says Proverbs 13, 20, he who walks with wise men will be wise, but the companion of fools will suffer harm. Yep. Who you surround yourself with really, really, really matters. You surround yourself with bitter people. You're going to become bitter. You're on text threads with a bunch of Karens complaining about the community. Yep. You're probably going to chime in and complain in the community. People always ask me, Matt, how did you start your podcast? Well, the first thing to do is just start. And by doing that, you're going to need a good production company. And that's why I roll with 10 Bears Production. You hear me talk to owner Eli every single week. He has become a staple of this podcast because he's an overall great guy. And he makes this look unbelievably awesome. You would be shocked at how well he will do for you. So make sure you go to 10bearsproduction.com. Reach out to Eli. He is available, whether it's a promo video, whether it's a social media post or whether you're ready to start a podcast he will help you and it could look just as good if not maybe better than this if you have better ideas than me he will help you create your idea and make it flourish 10 bears production is the way to go Welcome to another week of Level Up with Matt Rogers. I am your host Matt Rogers. It's an honor to be here as always. My right-hand man and the co-host of today with me, Eli Adelman. Leveled up to the table, bro. You leveled up. You went from the producer's box right. to the table. Today's going to be awesome because it's just you and me, yep. and we're going to talk about the importance of who you surround yourself with. Yeah. So we're surrounding ourselves with each other today. I like that. I could say this, bro. The Doing this podcast with you over the last two years... The people that we have surrounded ourselves with at this table last year, season one in the camper yep. via Zoom uh, has really, really strengthened and empowered my life. Right. Um, I talked to on Wednesday nights. We do a Bible study where we've had like, like Rex Crane come in and Dean Sykes come in. These people that we've had on the past. And there was a kid. His name was Bo. If you're out there, my man Boaz, he's a senior at Independence High School, which is where my kids go. He was like, I've been wanting to start a podcast for a long time. I'm like, bro, the hardest part is starting. Dude, just start. Is hitting record. Yep. And you don't have to have all the fancy equipment, but uh, and if you do need it, you can always call Eli at 10 <laughs> It helps. There's a little plug. <laughs> um, but, I mean, dude, you could do it with yourself. Like, you could literally start a podcast for like 100 bucks. Oh, yeah. You really could. Yeah. And the reason I brought that up is I encouraged him to do it because the people that you'll meet, my network has expanded crazy over the last 18 months yeah. because you know one person leads to another person and you know and then you can say like well look who I had on last week and you build up from there like I told him like bro start with your principal yeah like interview your principal from high school and you go to a school of 3000 people like at least 20 kids are going to listen to yeah. Bo interviewing the principal and ask the principal questions. And here's here's what will happen. That's what I told him. Like, it'll it'll build 
it'll build credibility and favor with you and your principal. She'll look at you different. Yep. Like when you walk around because people love conversation and to talk and this and that and you know, it builds network and I told him I'm like and dude, you'll get more credibility with people. You'll also get scrutinized from people, which is great because we love them haters. That's right. It's fun. Like, dude, everybody has an opinion, but it's cool because it'll expand your network and you will attract the type of people you want to be around. And then the ones that you don't want to be around, you don't you don't got to kick with them. That's right. Do you have people that you don't like to be around, Eli, that you got to kick to the car? <sighs> Present company excluded? No. Uh, <laughs> no. Bro, you almost made me spit out my coffee. Gotcha. The spit take. No, um, I definitely go through seasons of, you know, like I'll just through business relationships, like, it, you know, in business, it always starts out up here where it's like, it's exciting. Everyone's like, yeah, we got this new product going. And then as things go, you start to see people's character. Yeah. And I think once that happens, you can go one of two ways, really. It's right. Like this, this person's either sucking the life out of me or they're encouraging me. So, so you, I mean, but you're in a, a cool position right now to where, when you and I first met, like you were, and you still do, but you're helping churches yeah. do like the little promo videos and stuff, yep. which you're so freaking phenomenal at, Thanks, buddy. And you're an unbelievable musician, but um, you didn't. Uh, how would I put this? You weren't getting paid what you were worth. Yeah, you, you weren't valued to the max. When I first sat down with you for the first time, like I've been in TV and production, I'm like, right, dude this dude's the freaking real deal. Come on now. So now my point is you're in a position now to where some of these celebrities we've had on the show are now reaching out to you. Right. Hey, will you do some work for me? Which is great. That's what it's all about. Leveling up. Um, I'm not threatened by you leaving, but I'm a little nervous. <laughs> Dude, it would never happen. All right, right. Bro, yeah, they, all, they all say that. <laughs> Look at, I'm telling you right now, if, if Dana White's going to pay you, you I know, mean, 10 grand an episode. If Dana White... <laughs> I ain't paying you. I don't got 10 grand an episode, bro. Yeah. You would leave me in a heartbeat. You would make me leave, I think. Would you move to Vegas if Dana White wanted to pay you $2 million a year? Dude, that'd be tempting. Really? I don't know. Probably. My, so, my wife lived in Vegas for a while, and mm. it was not a great season of her life. Right. And so, I don't know if I could convince her. It might her bring to, back too many. Yeah, I might be no good. But $2 million, a couple of years of that. My ADD kicked in. The whole point of me asking you that question is now you've gone from, you know, like started from the bottom. Now we hit like yeah. you're definitely you personally in your business yeah. is on the come up. I think the, the crazy thing, too, about like as you build your your vision of the possibilities expands. And right. so like before when it was like, OK, I'm doing you know commercials and which are, they're all great. I enjoy all these things. But now it's going more into like man are these projects i could sell to netflix are these right and it's like well a year or two ago i would never have thought that in my the answer is yes by the way amen you amen. had a phenomenal idea which i don't know i'm taking a rabbit trail but yeah and in, in season one we had elizabeth frazier on oh, our yeah. show which if you if you guys didn't listen to the elizabeth frazier episode go back and listen i don't know what number it was but her name's elizabeth frazier season one yep and she talked about how she started to become sex trafficked at five years old by her parents. Yeah. Who were in the Mormon church. Crazy. Crazy. Yeah. So Eli had an idea. I was like, dude, why don't we just take our cameras, fly to Utah, find out where they're at and just because they're still not in trouble. Like yeah. the parents are still living that normal life. Yeah. Like yeah. doing God knows what with the grandkids. Right. And we were just like, 
And your Eli was like, why don't we just show up with cameras and just boom interview tmz them right <laughs> i would love it right i would cool. totally do that yeah. because like have to go with the bodyguard well when i did sports and i would like it was during 2005 when usc with reggie bush and university of texas with um vince young i followed both of them to the rose bowl and all these other reporters like were kind of nervous like oh when i walk up reggie bush my favorite thing was just crashing like yeah reggie tell me about the game blah, blah. dude that's what i would do that's i'd so be good. like how did i take it they were because I think I'm I'm big, so it's kind of like right. You know, what I mean, I just forced my way in there. Love it. Which is how I got on American Idol. I went right past security. I put my hand over my ear. I said, "Excuse me, I need to get through," and I just walked right. Did in. you? Yeah, I didn't <laughs> wait in line for 17 days That's like all awesome. those other y'all. But my point is, like, dude, we show up to Utah and be like, "Excuse me, is it true that you blah 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 blah? You know, yeah. no comment. It's not like no, we got it. Like, Do it, yeah. But you, we could sell that to Netflix, dude. Let's do it. I went off on a rabbit trail. The whole point of my question to you was now that your business is doing this and you're yeah. on the come up. Yep. Have you had to like, cause you've, you've got to start saying no to some certain opportunities. Yeah. Are you starting like, do you like surrounding yourself with certain people now? Like different? Absolutely. Yeah. My wife and I were actually, just, we just took a trip to Gatlinburg the uh -huh. end of last week, Tennessee. Beautiful. With Dolly Parton. Do it. Wasn't with Dolly. Didn't see her this time. Uh, but on the way back, we were just talking about the importance of like, the people in proximity to you and how some people, you know, they encourage you and even just in, just in their lifestyle. Like we were talking about a specific person who is just by their lifestyle. It's discouraging. It takes thought away from like, like they could be doing X, Y, and Z. Why aren't they doing it? And it's frustrating. And mm -hmm. you know, but like on the contrary, you can have people around you that, that build you up to like just watching them grow their business or in their relationship, in their marriage or how they handle their finances or, you know, interpersonal relationships, how they, you know, how they're a dad or a, you know, a parent, how those things can just be encouraging, how we want to be the mm -hmm. kind of people that like just people are around us and encouraged based on how we're living. So dude. And it's, I mean, it's true. Like, have you, have you ever had to cut someone out of your life that wasn't, encouraging whether it was a family member or a close friend or just think, an acquaintance i think uh not cut them out but build boundaries no for you know? sure yeah because i think cutting out can be that can just destroy people mm -hmm. you know obviously there's there's circumstances where it's like hey like like my sister my wife's sister lived with us for a while and she's had some up and down ups and downs in life and we had to actually ask her to leave at one point that's tough and so but we still have a relationship there's just that boundary of like you can't live with us because for sure for certain reasons so would you let me live with you absolutely bro. <laughs> <laughs> thank god right right now i don't need to we can snuggle up but dude that's so important building boundaries and it's hard for a lot of people because you know a couple things that are going through my mind right now is that um one person in my life that has really shown me the importance of surrounding yourself with the right people is Rex Crane. Mm -hmm. um, he, you know, he was like episode three or four of season one. Highly recommend listening to that. He will be coming back on season two because he's that good. And I want to get him in person because yeah. last year it was, it was Zoom and things are starting, you know, are pretty much back to normal. <laughs> Never really changed for you and I. Dude, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like dude, COVID got us. Think, we didn't get COVID. I think, what was it? One of the first episodes we filmed, you had COVID. Yeah. Like, and this was in the middle. So this was, this was January of 21. Yeah. Uh, tw yeah. 21. Yeah. January yeah. 21. Like when yep. people were like full on dying, you know, 
Trump had lost but haven't left office yet. And like Biden was like, everyone's going to die. And like it was bad. And I caught it. And I did not feel good. And Eli straight up goes, cool. So are we filming? I'm like, wait, (laughs) you want to come around? He's like, dude, I'm not scared of that, which was like crazy. You ended up catching it and you got it bad. Yeah, that was in October. You fought it with the natural remedies. You didn't catch it from me, which is crazy because like we were in my trailer. Within six feet, no ventilation. Yeah. But the science is always changing. So exactly. (laughs) But with so with Rex, that man has. He he taught me a saying that I use to this day and I live by it is surround yourself with people who celebrate you, not tolerate you. Mm. And that guy, I could look back and I told him this probably 80 percent. It's that high. 80 percent of the relationships in my life that really bring a lot of value to or or uh elevate me in one way or another whether it's you know a lot of them are spiritually or on a business front um 80 percent of those came from rex crane yeah like we had bruce arians on well i met bruce arians from a guy named steve webster who's his publicist i met steve webster because rex crane took me to a meeting to meet this guy steve webster so good mama and jackie pope that we had on i met them through rex crane Dean Sykes, I met them through Rex Crane. Doctor Matt at Awaken Church, I met them through Rex Crane. It's like Rex Crane, but he's a man in my life. Like he's he's a guy in my life that he's always looked for what he can give and bring to the situation. Yeah. Now a good friend, me being on the other side, I've always looked for ways to give back to him, and I have. And it's just it's the way it should be. Like a, a lot of us are surrounded by people that. Want us to do good? We just don't want them to do better than we're doing. Right, right. There's that insecurity. Yeah. Do you have like you're like Have you ever felt that? Yeah, I've definitely gone through that, especially when I first moved to Nashville as a young drummer and whatnot. Especially not a like. I remember I was talking to a good friend of mine. He's like, you know, won Grammys. No, uh, Grammys was that was that the music one? I forget. Grammy, yeah, 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 a Dove Award if a they were dove. Christian. Yeah, he's got, he has a Dove Award too. Of course he does. And he, he's like, man, Eli, you know, drummer, you're at Nashville, you're at Nashville seven. I was like, dude, top seventy percent. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, like as, but as a new drummer, I remember like, or new drummer to town, I remember being very insecure about like, man, that guy's crushing it over there. Like, why am I not in that gig? Or you know, stuff like that. But then you have to change your mindset of like, that's great that he's using the gift that God's given him to right. crush it over there. And for me, it's just like, what's the lane I'm supposed to be in? And I'm going to crush it in that lane. I'm going to do, I tell my students that all the time to you, like be the best person that you can be and give it all that you can. And you'll elevate yourself to a place where people recognize that. Today, would you rather mm-hmm. make a million dollars a year as a drummer? Yep. Or make $800,000 a year as a podcast producer. Podcast producer. Why? You're taking less money. Yeah. That's why I asked that question. I yeah. lowered it because I feel like you want to, but Not, I don't want to put words in your No, you're why. good. Yeah. I would definitely do this this game because um, I'm home with my family. And so that's like, I'm so grateful that I'd never developed a career on the road because right. I have small kids that I love being around and raising and being a dad to and a wife that I can be a husband to. And so, yeah, I would never give that up for $200,000. Right. <laughs> I remember when we were, when I was doing a lot of music stuff, when I was filming coming home, we wrote the theme song for that show and 
I don't want to say we were touring because we were doing a lot of gigs. Yeah. You know, a couple a week. And I loved it. We were making, you know, like four or five hundred bucks yep. per gig. Like I like people would pay me probably like three or four grand, but I would always give all my band members like five hundred bucks. So right. I'd walk with like whatever, thousand bucks, but right. everyone walked with like five hundred seven fifty. Yeah. And we played uh this thing called Go Fest okay. in California. And we were like on the side stage. It was like the two o'clock show and then Luke Bryan came on at seven and Al Dean came on at nine. Like yep. then we're the two o'clock where you walk in. But dude, we had an opportunity. Someone saw us and said, you want to hit the West coast with us for yep. 35 shows. And I was going to be gone 45 days out of like 55 or something. Like that. Yeah, yeah. And I said, no. Yeah. And it could have been like our big break. And right. the band was disappointed. What if? Yeah. But I wouldn't, I mean, like, dude, I wouldn't, that's a hard life. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yep. cause there's just so many different sacrifices. You can either put your family on the road with you and you take your kids out of living the best childhood of their life or right. you go and hit the road on the weekend and you're away from your wife. Like it's, it's tough, man. Yeah. Yeah. And you see a lot of those, those people that are doing that. You see their marriages fall apart. You see their kids, you know, like I've seen phenomenal huge name christian musicians sure. that their marriage just goes you know they're divorced and their Why kids are drug that? addicts because you gotta have a dad man you gotta you gotta be a spiritual leader in your house and and a father and, and just you know just kind of like you were saying in that seven minutes with matt this week mm -hmm. uh just how you know you gotta be that example for your kids and when you're out of the house you know 200 days out of the year you're not really that for them so you just dropped that does that mean you're gonna air yeah that I, one on I was, Monday? as i was saying that I, was like, I guess i have to air this one uh because this one's coming out tomorrow because we're all backed up so maybe i'll release that and then okay so the seven minutes with matt that you just dropped is gonna come on this monday maybe i'll do it tomorrow what do you mean we'll just do both tomorrow no you don't want to do that no, why not stick to the plan okay all we're, right we already so missed one though this one will air I just gonna cut that whole thing. on Wednesday. Yeah, and then so the seven minutes with Matt that he was referring to about being a good father in the future is going to release <laughs> on Monday. The that's going to be on uh, Labor Day. Is it the fifth, yeah, Monday the fifth. So stay tuned. Yeah, stay tuned. Make sure you listen to that. Um, I got a personal question for you. Yeah, have you ever been tempted to cheat on your wife? No, I haven't. How long have you and Liz been married? Eight years last Tuesday, actually. Congratulations. Yeah, so I think our anniversary is the same as Terry's birthday. Did you make some love on your anniversary? I don't believe we did. Maybe before or after? After. Yeah. 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 I think that day was actually, we were getting ready to go out of town. And so it was pretty We crazy. didn't make love on Terry's birthday either. But the night before, I think we Happy did. Happy birthday to her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's, but like, dude, it's, uh, you know, sometimes it goes like this. Yeah. Yeah, no, but we had like we had our little anniversary vacation kind of thing with the kids. So how come you've never been tempted to cheat? And I'm going somewhere with yeah. this and I'm going to talk about me being on the road and away from my wife yeah. and this and that. So I think stay tuned. You don't want to miss that. For me, my dad did cheat. Right. And so I think I saw the fallout from that. I experienced the fallout from that. What and was that like? I was pretty young at the time. So my parents got divorced when I was eight or nine. So I remember my dad actually asked me like what, he, what I thought about them splitting up. And I remember saying, it's good because you guys aren't fighting anymore. That was like a thing that stood out to me. Dang. Right? Um, and I didn't know about the infidelity at the time. Right. I don't think they would share When did you find that out? Um, I don't remember, to be honest. Um, probably a few years after that. Did your dad listen to the show? No. 
Okay, so I'm going to ask you this question. Yeah. When you found out your dad cheated, yep. did he lose clout, credibility, leverage in your life as a, you know? I, yeah, I know what you're saying. Not so much. Um, he's a really interesting guy. He's very, not socially awkward. He's very smart. He's a sociology professor. So he really likes to see how people react to things. And so, and also I think his relationship with his parents was pretty distant. So his relationship with us was very like birthdays and sports and stuff like that rather than investing wisdom and stuff you know mm -hmm. the goods of life and so i think we it wasn't like a big disappointment it wasn't surprising to me mm -hmm. if that makes sense um but there wasn't like a big drop off or fallout in how'd you find out who told you i don't remember to be honest i, I don't know if i just figured it out or because i don't think i honestly don't remember did he end up with the lady that he hooked up with no 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 so yeah, they're, I don't even know where she is now, but yeah. So you've never been tempted to cheat on Liz because of what yeah. you saw? Because I mean, dude, let's be honest. Like yeah. you're, you're traveling to Dallas. You're shooting Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders. Right. We're men. We're on the road. We're seeing that. We're filming that. Right. We're back in a hotel room by ourselves. No one's going to know. Wifey ain't going to know. Right. Like, how do you not? I think again, it, so it's two reasons. One, the fallout, but two, I mean, I, that's the biggest part, I think, because that would crush my wife. That would crush my kids. I mean, not that they would know now, but in mm -hmm. the future. But also, it's just, it's a betrayal of trust. And, and our marriage is built on trust and understanding and, and being open with each other about all things. So that's, you know, and I know you've talked about this, but like you've never been tempted to cheat. Like right. it's never been something that's like even on your radar. Um, and I feel the same way in my relationship and to my wife, that's hard for her to understand sometimes because she's had bad relationships in the past. And mm -hmm. so there's that, like, not that, not a distrust, but it's like, man, like she's just grateful for that. that that's not something that's, you know, part of my life. So, and I mean, here's the different thing is like for Terry and I, like, I mean, I was still like, even though we were 27 when we got married, I was still like young and immature, like. For me, you think this is the right girl. You're going to be like, I right. love her. Right. And, you know, and I don't want to marry anyone else. But you don't really know someone until you're married and you live together. And you, you know, uh, Real Talk Kim said this and she made it sound so fun. Like, you get to have a sleepover with your best friend every night. I'm like, that sounds fun. Right. Sometimes it doesn't feel that way. But it's move over, lady. <laughs> Seriously. But. When I when when I first got married, like we didn't know what we were doing. That first year was was really really tough. Yeah. I had a couple oh crap moments. Yeah, but it's tough for like the people who you know accidentally you know you get their wives pregnant and stuff, and then they marry them out of guilt or right. do the right thing. Yeah. And and after they're married, they're like, dude, I am not in love with this person. Right. I think if you're in that position, you definitely have to seek counseling. Yeah. You know, I don't think divorce is the right option, especially, you know, that early. And I think it's very, very, very interesting that the word of God, the Bible really only gives you a green light for divorce for infidelity. Yeah. I think that's, that's it. Yeah. And, and it's because and Terry and I were talking about this on our way, you know, as we were walking, because we have some very, very close friends where the husband cheated yeah. numerous times. Right. Wife stayed, I think, 17 years. I think he cheated three years into her marriage. Wow. 
and she stayed 17 years and he cheated two more times Wow! and brought on extra stuff as well. And she's finally at a point in her life, 45 years old. She's like, dude, I don't trust this guy. I don't have a good relationship anymore. And she's out. And yeah. now they're starting the process of divorce. And the one thing that does give her comfort in the midst of this hell is that's like, that's the one thing that, you know, like when you break covenant, yeah. like God is really big on covenant. Yeah. And I don't know, I don't understand how it all works, but dude, something supernatural happens in intercourse. Yeah. And it was designed for like, there's a spiritual, you know, connection when you do that, which is, you know, why women are more driven, you know, emotional men were right. driven by oh, boobs. You know what I mean? But, <laughs> but something's super. And when you break that, yeah, I mean, dude, like there's a reason, like that's the one thing in the word that, you know, Jesus himself gave you the green light. Right. I think it's a very, very like fascinating, if you will, because something breaks. Yeah. Do you think, you know, there's like, cause there's two sides of that. Cause I look at the Bramlets that we had on right. last season and it's like, their marriage is amazing. Now. We were talking, Terry and I were talking about that. Yeah. Too. And it's like, like, do you think there's always a path to reconciliation in that? God is definitely a God of reconciliation. Yep. He can always bring it back. Yeah. However, and again, very easy, if you will, for me to be on this side of the table, not walking through that to right. give my opinion. Right. But I'm on the other side of the table, so I'm going to give my opinion. Um, You break a vase. You put the vase back together with the best super glue in the world. Yep. The vase is good to go. But if you look, you can still see the cracks. Yeah. So I... Uh, Yes, God can, and he's always looking for reconciliation. And, you know, period. Because yep. I don't like to say but or however. Right. Uh, but, to, you know, to complete the sentence, how strong is it? How good is it? Yeah. What I hate that I hate that I hate is when a man or a woman says, like, I'm actually glad I cheated because it's made our marriage even stronger today. <laughs> right. Like, really, dude? Right. Like. Had I not cheated, I would have never seen how great my wife is. Like, <laughs> you like, open your eyes what? in the first place, like, bro. See, yeah. yeah. So, you know, and I make light of it, but this, that, but that's just something that really, yeah, really gets me because, yeah. dude, make no mistake. And, and that buddy of mine that I was talking about, like, I had conversations with him and, and I actually learned a lot from John Christ when, mm-hmm. you know, because that homie screwed up. Right. And there was a lot, but John Chris told me like, dude, just be there for him. Yeah. Let him know that you're there. So I've done that. I don't agree with everything and I'm not going to give my opinion really, unless he he asks or give me that. But, um, when I, I lost my train of thought, but like when I, I don't when I, when I talk, I don't really see a lot of remorse. Right. It's just like, yeah, I did it, but God's forgiven me. Right. You know? Right. I I don't see a lot of humility. Jeff Bramlett, who we had on, there was some humility there and this and that. And, you know, and he's like, dude, you know, I still struggle with this. And I've had conversations with him since then. 
And dude, he is a different man. Yeah. You know, like yep. he, like he really, really is. And Terry and I were talking about this this morning. The Bramlets are the only people that we've ever met in our whole life that had infidelity and that are still together. And it actually seems pretty good. I'm yeah. sure it's not perfect. None of our marriages are. Right. Even if we're, you know, getting like not perfect, but I always say like, dude, you don't need to be perfect, but be excellent. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. But like, I don't know how perfect or excellent theirs is, but like, dude, they're making it work. And, and here's why for Allison, she gets filled up through Christ. Yeah. So, you know, one thing I was definitely going to say is, you know, like you said, you know, that I've said in the past that I've never even been tempted. It's true. 100%. And let me just set the stage for you guys. Like I travel a lot in the spring and in the fall mm -hmm. and these big nonprofit, these big companies, they pay me money to come in, to get on a stage and, you know, be the hero, be the star and help them raise millions of dollars. And I'm on the road without my wife and kids in different states, in different small towns. And if I did anything in theory, nobody would find out. Right. You know what I mean? Like yep. I always say like, you're going to get caught sooner or later. Yeah. And even if you don't get caught, the, what you carry yeah. is terrible. It's probably even worse than getting caught. I always thought it was interesting when John Chris said that yeah, story was going to break that. and it didn't, he wanted it to yep. break. Yep. So, um, I could do a lot of things and, and not get caught. Right. But, the reason I don't is I feel like, like you said with your dad, I've seen what's on the other side of that. Yeah. Like, dude, do I get horny on the road when I you know, miss my wife? Yeah, dude. Freaking absolutely. Like, I'm right. still a man. Um, I'm in my freaking prime, baby. Like, right. Come on. Right. Like, <laughs> let's go. <laughs> you know, I'm a, I'm yeah. a, I'm a, you know, two, three, four a weeker and I'm happy. Right. And you go on the road for two weeks and you ain't getting it. Right. And you're on the stage and you're the hero and every, you know, half the people are drunk. Right. And you're in, you know, California, New York, Florida, like people aren't ugly. Right. You go to some really like, 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 dude, there's a lot of really pretty people out there that, that want you. Right. And you're the star and two seconds you can have it. But right. if you don't know who you are and you, if I ever found my identity in being the superstar, the guy that raises money or the hero, whatever. If my identity was in that, then two things could happen. One, I would act and do something stupid yep. and regret it. Or yeah. when I get home and I'm not the man. Right. Like, dude, when I walk home and I'm done off the road, Terry's not, Matt, you're so great. Right. Welcome home, dear. Let me just get on you. It's been two weeks. Of right. Dude, that don't freaking happen. Honey, can you take that as trash? 100%. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, my God. Thank God your homeless baby's been freaking driving me crazy. Here, take her. She just puked all over me. It's yeah. like, I really wish you were in like a really hot dress. Right. Like, right. dude, my point is like, yeah, it don't happen. And, and if my identity was in that and I would come home, I'd be ticked off like, well, why don't you appreciate me as much as these other people right. do? And I would, yep. I'd put something on Terry that she could never measure up to because yeah. I've been out doing this and then she's at home, you know, dealing with baby puke and breathing treatments and right. taking Mason to practice and all that crap. Yeah. So that's yeah. how I've never been tempted to be honest. Yeah. Cause like, dude, I know it's fake. Yep. I know it ain't real. I'm not looking for anything outside of what I already have. 
And I think surrounding yourself with people that have the same values and the same, like, you know, I know you and Rex Crane spiritually walk together. And so that's something that in his life is equally as important. And he's going to hold you to that standard too. Not that you have a struggle staying to that standard, but like when you surround yourself with people that encourage you in those things, mm -hmm. then you're going to continue to walk in that way. I think it's true. Yeah. Who you surround yourself with. I wrote this down. You know, the Bible says Proverbs 13, 20, he who walks with wise men will be wise, but the companion of fools will suffer harm. Yep. Who you surround yourself with really, really, really matters. You surround yourself with bitter people. You're going to become bitter. You're on text threads with a bunch of Karens complaining about the community. Yep. You're probably going to chime in and complain in the community. And, um, that like you, dude, you're a hundred percent right. Like when I'm on the road, like I look forward to seeing my brother, my dad, yep. you know, uh, Rex crane. Well, I got one of the biggest compliments. I think I told you this, but there's a big NFL thing that happens in Nashville called tight end university mm -hmm. and all the top or all of the tight ends, uh, in the NFL come to Nashville and Greg Olson puts it on and they have sponsors and they have this big tight end university. Well, we had Darren Waller on tight end for the yep. Raiders. Yep. Unbelievable story. Go back and listen to Darren Waller season one, how he overcame drug addiction, alcohol, depression, all that stuff. Well, dude, these guys are NFL players. So they all come to Nashville. Everybody wants them. Right. And most of them like, dude, they're NFL players and they go out and they party and hook up with chicks and all that stuff. Darren calls me three days before he comes out. Did I tell you the story? No, dude. I didn't. I should have told you. Really? I'm very, I just said, thank you, God. Like yeah. this is, it, it, this to me is so much bigger than, you know, being the superstar and hooking right. up with the hot chick and making right. a bunch of money behind your wife's back. Like right. dude, this brings so much more satisfaction to me. I had a call from Darren Waller yeah. three days before he comes out. And I'm like, Hey man, you know, what's up? Like he goes, Hey, what are you doing? You know, Saturday night this week. I'm like, Oh, I'm just chilling. My he goes, Hey, he goes, well, can we hang out? I'm like, yeah, sure. He's like, yeah, let's just hang out, go to dinner. I'm coming in for tight end university. I'm like, yeah, dude, I know. Dude. And, and we're not like him and I are cool. Cause I do his auctions and right. stuff, but like him and I don't talk every day. Like, right. You know, we're cool. We're friends, but like we're couple, not like boys. Couple, couple times a year. Yeah. Like, yeah. We don't kick it. Yeah. But he wanted to freaking kick it. Bro. So I'm sitting there and I, we went to a dinner and I'm asking him a ton of questions. And it's crazy, dude. Like we're sitting here and like every third person that walks by stops and tries to talk to him. Right. It's like, I would not yeah. want that. Because he's having dinner with the guy that hosts Level Up. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they were yeah, stopping yeah. because of me for sure. <laughs> <laughs> but I asked him, I said, dude, I go, why did you want to kick it with me tonight? And he goes, because I'm safe with you. Dude. You don't so drink mm -hmm. and you don't party, you don't cheat on your wife. He said, and that's something that I used to struggle with right he goes i'm not struggling with it it's not hard for me he goes but i'd rather come hang out with you than right i was like almost crying at the table right. i was like thank you god like yeah. i'm earning credibility and i'm a safe place for some of the biggest athletes and stars in the world like dude it's amazing that freaking means something yeah and i was telling my sons like that has taken me 20 years right. to build. Right. One night, if I freaking messed up. Yep. Gone. It's gone, dude. Yeah. Gone. Yeah. Y'all need to listen to the seven minutes of Matt with next week. <laughs>
<laughs> talk about that too. It's Monday. Yeah. The fifth. Seven yeah. minutes. But like, dude, it's so, yeah. it's so important, man. Yeah. One vulnerable and dude, that's, and I'm not walking on sunshine and be like, I'll never do that. Ha ha ha. Right. Like, no, you got to be on your guard. The Bible says, renew your mind daily. Yeah. If I just think I'm walking under this invisible shield of God and that nothing's ever going to happen to me, like, dude, I am not judging and I am not saying I'm immune to any of this yep. because what you judge today can be knocking at your door tomorrow. 100%. So I'm not saying this in an arrogant way to where like, I'll never cheat on my wife. I'll never do this. But what if I stay focused in him and on God and, and, and stay intentional about my wife, about my kids, about my family, have these conversations, yeah. keep myself accountable. Because if I don't, that one moment of vulnerability, dude, that's when the devil creeps yeah, in. Sneaks in. He yeah. doesn't fight fair. And then it's like, yeah, no one's off limits. I remember recently, like this past week, there's a pastor that is a big pastor out of Texas. But, um, you know, there's a big scandal there. And I was like, man, dude, like that guy, like he's spoken in my life. It's like, yeah, I never met him. I've never mm -hmm. seen him. But like just listen to his podcast and preaching and stuff. And it's like, man, like. If anyone I ever thought was not vulnerable to that, it would have been that guy. Really? Yeah. And then it's like, man. Can you tell me now or can you tell me off camera? I'll tell you off camera. I just okay. Have to, I don't just want to uncover him or anything. You know, like it's, it's in like Christian news, but um, it wouldn't be hard to find. But yeah, it's just like everyone is susceptible to that. Do I know him? Personally, probably not. No, of him. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? I think so. All right. So like well, what happened? Um, it was like inappropriate text with a woman. So I don't know what that means, but even if there wasn't an action there, that's right there is opening the door to who knows what. So, gosh, dang. And I think he resigned because of it. So it wasn't like. And he's a big pastor. Yeah. Yeah. How have I not heard about this? I don't know. All right. Yeah. Well, I'm not going to yeah. do it because I don't want to you know, dishonor yeah. people. But um, so where does that come from? Because that brings so many questions like well why is he having an inappropriate are things not good with his wife or right. are things fantastic with his wife and like why man i think i mean i don't know the situation there personally at all uh, and literally all i read was a headline is that this pastor is stepping down because of inappropriate right. acts. um but i think it just goes it comes back to who's in your life who's encouraging you who's keeping you accountable i mean darren waller he like you guys aren't even close Right. And he's like, hey, I need somebody. Hey, man, I need you to come with me. And I think like on one side, it's like you surround yourself, but also being vulnerable and saying, hey, I need you. Like I need grab a hold of your Christian brother or sister and say, I need this right now because I'm not strong enough to walk it alone. So it's true. Yeah. So as you face your week coming up, going into the rest of the, your life, I want to challenge you to write down five people that can help you in these areas. And this is what we'll close on. I think that we were talking before. I think you said it was on the Dr. Matt episode, our very so, first yeah. episode. Uh, Eli and I believe this came from Dr. Matt. And he said this, he says, I have five people in my life that are better than me or that encourage me in the following areas. Number one, financial and business. Number two, spiritual. Number three, marriage. Number four, physical and number five, they're just overall encouraging to me. And he made a good example. He said, 
you know, I, I, I might screw this up, but he made the example of like, I'll go to my mom for good marriage advice, but I'm never going to go to my mom for financial advice because right. she's freaking broke or whatever. Right. Again, I might screw that up. Go back and listen. But yeah. point is, it doesn't have to be the same person, you yeah. know? For for me, I have two or three people spiritually that I look up to. Papa Pope, yeah. Allison Bramlett's dad. His name is Gregory Pope. He's the pastor of Covenant Church in Douglas, Georgia. I love asking that man spiritual questions. Yeah. And but um you know and uh, and marriage questions. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. But I'm probably not going to ask Papa Pope on the best workout plan cuz Papa Pope looks like me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But and then, you know, vice versa, the the person in my mind, I'm not going to say it, who I would ask for workout advice, there's no way in hell I'm going to ask him for marriage advice. Right, right. I you know, I want to look like the way he looks. Yeah. But I don't want to roll the way homeboy rolls. Right. But you don't have to avoid people out because it, it can be twofold. Like, one, he could sow into my life physically because God knows I need it. Which, by the way, I started intermittent fasting yesterday. Bro. I'm getting after it, bro. Yesterday. Yeah, I'm going to do the rest of the, the Hall of the Fall podcast, yeah. 2022. Yeah. I'm doing my shirt off. Look at you, bro. I'm just yeah. kidding. Our viewers just, <laughs> viewers just plummeted. Just listening on Spotify. I'm watching the ticker right now. <laughs> it's actually going down. No, but here's my point. So pick five people in your life that encourage you in those areas and follow them, reach out to them, encourage them. I love picking Bradley's brain yep. about business. Yeah, dude. And, and he was on my podcast. Now I talk to him. It's like, dude. And here's the flip side is you can add value to them in another area. You might be broke in finance, but rich in your marriage. Dude, you can offer a lot of stuff to people. Yeah. You might be broke spiritually, but you look like a Greek god. You can add a lot of value to someone and how to work out and how to eat right. And maybe they can add value to you. It's like, dude, how can, I just I don't know how to be a good husband. Help me. So it's a mutual benefit. Everybody has something of value to add. And overall, always look for where you can give in a relationship, not what you can get. Yep. Any other level up moments before we close out? Dude, I got to give a shout out to my buddy, uh, Mark Maxwell. He's a... Uh, entertainment lawyer works mm -hmm. a lot in like the Christian music industry. He wrote a book called Networking Kills, and it's all about how your network. Like if your if your goal is just to network, you're looking at what you can get from people. Mm. But if your goal is to serve other people, Let's then go. the network will just come. It'll just build. It's so good. his network kills a play on words. Yeah, yeah. So like it, the the book it says like networking skills, and then I think the S is like crossed out. Oh, yeah. network kills. So yeah. he talks about. What kills it is if you're the dude that's just trying to shake a bunch of hands and take yep. money out of people's exactly. pockets. Exactly. So, what's his name? Mark Maxwell. Mark should, Maxwell, well, son I'm, of John Maxwell. Nah, probably I'm just not. Joking. No, can I'm, we have him on the podcast? Yeah, he lives in Franklin. What are we doing, dude? Let's do it. Let's book him. Let's book him. I'll call him right now. Mark Maxwell. Yeah, he's coming on. Networking kills. Yep. Networking kills. <laughs> kills. All right, so shout out to him. He's going to be on a future episode. We got some good ones coming up. We got David Harris Jr. coming up. We got Dana White coming up. And we're, you know, we're being smart about how we place certain yeah. episodes. But yeah. we took a break uh, after our first four episodes to kind of insert ourselves here, talk a little bit. I hope you enjoyed it. Yeah, I had fun. 
I had fun. fun I hope being, the viewers enjoyed it. It's fun being at the big table. It is. <laughs> if you like this episode, please like, subscribe, and share. Leave a question and a comment. Ask us a question. I'll repeat it on camera and I'll answer your question. Uh, we love to do that. So thank you so much. Please leave a, ra- uh, leave a rating. Again, when we ask you to like it, we ask you to subscribe it. We ask you to share it. Leave a rating. Tell us how we're doing. Tell us we suck if you think we suck. Tell us you love us if you think we love us. All right? Yep. I love you. Thank you so much. This has been another week of Level Up. <laughs>